Influencers is brought to you by Seven Seas Building Health Naturally, Pediasure Grow for It, Soya Studios The Legacy Continues, ACG Wholesale Quality Service and Great Prices, and Global Transformation Media Transforming You from the Inside Out. Welcome to Influencers on Guardian Talk Radio, ninety-six point nine FM, and I'm your host, Lady Shima. And on this radio show, we take you into the world of leaders within Bahamian society and the global community to give you insight on how they use their influence to bring about positive change. We provide this platform for influencers to inspire our listeners with their personal stories on how they maneuver and strategize to still be impactful and influential even in this new norm environment post-COVID-19. It is our hope that the stories and insight of the influencers we bring to you will inspire you to use the power of your influence to bring transformational change to your immediate environment, Bahamian society, and for some, even across international divides. And today, we take you into the world of a great Bahamian woman who has become a champion as a voice for the marginalized and as an advocate for more representation of women in Parliament. She is a history maker, serving four consecutive terms in Parliament, second only to the noted Janet Bostwick. She has served as national chairman of the Progressive Liberal Party, the PLP, being the first woman in Bahamian history to serve in that capacity of a national political party. She's proven herself to be a formidable force in the House of Assembly. She's a nationalist, a parliamentarian, an activist, a mother, and a voice for positive change. Today, we welcome influencer Glennis Hannah Martin, member of parliament for the constituency of Angliston, as we discuss issues impacting the forward advancement and further development of the Bahamas. All this and more when we return here on Influencers on Guardian Talk Radio, 96.9 FM. Influencers, influencers. Need your picture taken? Well, if you want it to look its best, then go to the best. It's Soya Studios, capturing your special events, portraits, passport, job, and visa photos. Plus, there's more. Also offering professional printing services of business cards, letterheads, signs, and banners. Opened Monday to Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Sundays, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's a legacy. 28 years and growing. Located in the Flowers Plaza, Carmichael Road. Call 361-7786. ACG Wholesale is the answer for retail grocery store owners and everyday shoppers who want to save big. Big. ACG carries a variety of drinks, snacks, meat products, essential dry goods like rice and yellow grits, plus lots of wholesome produce. And ACG Wholesale is a proud distributor of Borden's Milk. Opened Monday to Saturday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Located next to Phoenix Supermarkets on East Street South. Call 392-1155. That's ACG Wholesale with quality service and great prices. Prices. Welcome back to Influencers. I'm your host, Lady Shima. And with me today is Member of Parliament for Angliston, Glennis Hannah Martin, for part one of a two-part series. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Shima. And I want to commend you. I'm just hearing the the objectives of this show. That's wonderful. Really wonderful. Thank you so very much. I really do appreciate it. And thank you for obliging my invitation. And to start of the show, I would just like to start off on a soft personal side, the softer personal (laughs) side of Glennis Hannah Martin. And of course, I would like to give listeners a peak window into the personal side 
side of your story. And of course, we know that you are the daughter of the esteemed A.D. Hannah Sr. and Beryl Hannah. But talk to us very briefly about uh, someone who has Mm. had a tremendous influence upon the woman you are today. What or who has influenced your personal ethics (coughs) and core values? Well, you know, um, it's it's only in latter years I I began to focus on this. And really, I focused a lot on my father because he was the political personality, and I sort of hung on to his coattail and followed him all over, listened to his speeches, utterly inspired (laughs) by his messaging. Yes. But then I started to think about it. My mother, my mother was a great progressive. And Mm -hmm. I remember when I was about seven or eight years old, one Uh of the first books she gave me Uh was the book on the suffragette, Emmeline Pankhurst. Oh, wow. So she began to plant very early. Yes. She was instilling that in you. She was instilling it. And, you you. know, in fact, when I was invited to get involved objectively in the political process, not with my father, Mm -hmm. I told them no. Mm -hmm. And it was my mother Mm -hmm. who said, do it. Mm -hmm. And I respected and loved her. Oh, wow. trusted her advice, and I did it. Who actually approached you? Who actually (laughs) approached you and said, would you be in frontline politics? We believe that you have what it takes. It wasn't quite like that, but it Mm -hmm. was the then leader of the Progressive Little Party. He became prime minister twice, Perry Christie. Yes. And he asked me to consider um, offering myself a leadership of women in the PLP. And I told him no, because I wasn't interested. My whole focus was on my father's campaign because I was completely enthralled and invested in what he was doing. Yes. And um, and so I told him, I, I told him, no, I re- thank you. I really appreciate it, but I really, no, I don't want to do it. So I went downstairs from my law office and I, I told my mother, I said, guess what? Harry Christie just been in here saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I, I'm, expecting her, I'm expecting her to support me in my, yeah. she, she said, do it. Wow. And That's I was stopped in my tracks and the rest is history. And the rest is history. Yeah. You know, it sounds like destiny was just beckoning <clears throat> you. It sounds like that's who was happening. You know, I believe God hand us in all things. Of course. And so, um, you know, I think that was his hand sending me in a different direction Mm -hmm. in my life. And rightly so. And that's a perfect segue into what I want to talk about next. You know, I was listening to into a virtual conference, if you will, uh, by Sewell the Caribbean Institute for Women in Leadership. And uh, I heard one or two Mm -hmm. of the things that you said that really got my attention. You made uh, reference to some data that Mm -hmm. uh, you pulled from the IPU, Proline Global Mm -hmm. uh, Data Source. And uh, you spoke about the suffragettes. You spoke about the suffrage movement. And you said that you believe that that movement is incomplete. Yes. Uh, Half of the world's population. Yes, yes, Okay, are women. And yet, when you look all around the world, only a quarter Mm -hmm. of all parliamentarians Mm -hmm. are women. Mm -hmm. Even though we represent Mm -hmm. half of the the human population. Uh, Human population. But Mm -hmm. if you look at just the spectrum, uh, the issues that women face across the board, Mm -hmm. it tells you that even in the global sense, Mm -hmm. um, there's so much to be done. You know, just if you only start with the way women are perceived and you know it really irks me a lot because yeah. you know you when you when you're in the in the in the company of some people and you know that they see women in a particular way mm-hmm. particularly when they're your equal in that yes. environment yes. but you know they don't see you that way mm-hmm. um it's very disturbing but it's it you know i i i try to be patient because i think it's the the product of Mm-hmm. Years of inculcation yes. and culturalization mm-hmm. and Very um, true. you know the mm-hmm. patriarchal system mm-hmm. that has fixed brains in a way. Even women sometimes have this issue. Yes. They see women in in particular ways mm-hmm. and not as dynamic beings. That's who right. bring capacities in all in all range of spheres, mm-hmm. and that is so unfortunate. You know, you believe that uh, chauvinism and misogyny has anything to do with it? 
No, seriously, no, because I, you know, I, I, it yeah, seems to I be quite. So. I mean, I, but I think that's. I think unfortunately, culturalization, and then yes. there is just that, which yes. is which is the, the, the other thing. And I think yes, there is that. Yeah, because there you laughed, that. but I, I find that there seems to be a little bit too much of that represented in Bahamian society and thinking and culture. And I'm very glad that you mentioned that, and we do need to move away from that, you know, yeah. as a people. But that said, though, you said something else that really, you know, I love quotations, and, mm-hmm. and you give good quotes. Something else you said, you said that you believe that the peculiar insights and contributions of women, mm-hmm. you described <clears> it <throat> as the rhythm and melody of human development. Mm-hmm. What did well, you mean? You know, um, when I say, you know, when we say men and women are equal, mm-hmm. we're, not, we're not saying that we're the same, mm-hmm. or even that we have the same abilities. Women are unique creatures. Men mm-hmm. are unique creatures. Women are nurturers. B- women carry children. Yes. Women head households. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is all of these innate or instinctual yes. things yes. That, that makes a woman, that, that brings a perception, that brings the instincts, mm-hmm. that brings the, um, the passions for mm-hmm. certain things. And, and so that is what I meant. And, you know, I, I was just reading, you know, um, Ruth Baden Ginsburg just died. Mm-hmm. And she said something I thought was what really a powerful interesting. Woman. Powerful yes. woman. Yes. Little yes. short five foot woman, you yes. know, <laughs> Jewish lady. But she said, you know, she said that we, there will be equality. Yes. When men and women equally participate in the shaping of a new generation. Wow, that's and, a powerful and, and statement. It's very powerful, very that's powerful. powerful and, and I think that, but that explains that, you know, you, you have to have all mm-hmm. hands on deck, mm-hmm. men and women. Of course. And when you exclude women, mm-hmm. you're, you have carved out mm-hmm. an incredible opportunity mm-hmm. for a unique love that. And, and powerful involvement. Yes. That all benefit from. Of course. When women, you know, they say women are emotional. Well, you know, I've seen some emotional men in the House <laughs> Assembly, but we ain't going to the, the okay. other day. But sometimes emotion is good. I was telling you during the break. Yes. I saw that father <laughs> yes. who lost his child. Right. Seven-year-old. The seven-year-old. He got emotional. Raised. Yes. Me too. Very. Me too. I was in, I was, it's it was hard two o'clock to hold in the your terrors watching. I, I, I cried. Appar- yes. And emotion, seven empathy, year old, empathy is critical in, yes. hum, in human affairs. Yes. So, you know, if women bring that in excess, let's get it, let's get it, because we need some of that. Yeah. And that's probably what's missing. That's probably yeah, why that's we're pro- seeing what yes, it is that yes. we're seeing I, oh my God. in Bahamian society oh today. Lord. So as opposed to it uh, representing a deficit is possibly a bit more of what we need yes. as it relates to the solutions that we're looking for. Agreed. Uh, with that said <clears> now, of course persons are looking at uh, the data that's uh, being represented and it's all around the world. There are mm-hmm. these surveys being done and it's mm-hmm. being shown that as it relates to the handling and the management of COVID-19 mm-hmm. that countries that are being led by mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. are doing <coughs> significantly yeah. a much better job by mm-hmm. and large mm-hmm. uh, than the, their counterparts. Uh, what do you have to say about that now? You know, because this is some evidence mm-hmm. to what it is that you were just saying. Well, it's a very interesting fact. Some support. It's a very interesting fact. Yes, it is. And, you know, I New now, Zealand mean that. Yeah, you, yes, you see it. Yes, and, exactly. and you know, you look even in Barbados. Yes. Right? yes. Mia Motley. Yes. Well, I, I see now Jamaica's doing this mm-hmm. with their, their prime minister. But Mia Motley, about mm-hmm. three, four months ago, mm-hmm. she created um, like a field hospital mm-hmm. away from the main hospital. Yes. She even put in place dialysis machines mm-hmm. so that people who got COVID, who need dialysis, that it's a, it's a self-contained ish area. Okay, yes. So you don't have that um, intermingling and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, they, and a very rational way of separating 
separating COVID positive patients mm-hmm. and, and sick people in general. Um, so you see even Barbados, you know, I don't know why it is. I, I haven't been able to scrutinize exactly what made these individuals have such a, a sound common sense approach mm-hmm. yes. that has that was able to do that. But, you know, the, the prime minister of New Zealand, mm-hmm. New Zealand, New Zealand, she yes. had an incident there where a gunman killed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that night mm-hmm. she said, we can have gun reform. Oh, wow. And guess what? Mm-hmm. They had gun reform. You know, wow. They've been talking about that in America for 50 years. Yes. They had gun reform Still because ongoing. she pledged. Mm-hmm. She pledged that ain't happening no more in New Zealand. That's exactly why I'm saying it's probably that same emotional element of <coughs> a woman mm-hmm. that is being negatively spoken of. Yes. That's actually the solution that we need mm-hmm. right now. And, you, and know, you know, I think that's important what you say, you know, it's negatively spoken about. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like you say, it has very positive impact. Yes, definitely. Yeah. You know, and with that said, now I think that that is a beautiful transition into this next point. <laughs> Looking at the way that the country is ran, I was uh, <clears throat> talking to my youngest sister the other day, and she said to tell you hello. As a matter of fact, she's one of your biggest fans. Oh, thank you. And uh, <laughs> I, I know all the, all the poetic fans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and she was talking about the benefits she believes that would be incurred if we were <clears throat> to become a republic, <clears throat> as opposed to being a democratic state. <clears throat> then announced by the Governor General of Barbados, Dame Sandra Mason that uh, they're going to be coming, becoming a republic, right, mm-hmm. in November of 2021, mm-hmm. effectively moving Her Majesty the Queen as the head of state mm-hmm. for their 55th anniversary. And uh, she said something very interesting. The Dane Mason, she declared that it was time for Barbados to leave the past behind. Mm-hmm. I want to <coughs> ask you this. Do you believe that the political structure and functionality of a republic would better facilitate the forward advancement and development of the Bahamas? I think so. And you think uh, so? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I think so because you know I'm one of those I always speak about this and people get uncomfortable you know but mm-hmm. truthfully the, mm-hmm. the vast majority of our people we're all mixed up but the mm-hmm. vast majority find their roots mm-hmm. primarily cross the middle passage Mm-hmm. The Middle Passage was that those vessels that came that packed people in like sardines in the hold, mm-hmm. which were, and a lot of people died. They were thrown overboard like yes. nothing, and they died in those conditions from dysentery mm-hmm. and all of that. Those who survived, which is, speaks volumes about the resilience of the African, mm-hmm. um, and made it to shore in America and throughout the region, the Caribbean, all these rocks and keys, mm-hmm. then went into a, a second horror. Mm-hmm. which was the system of slavery, where their language, their their whole identity was, mm-hmm. was ripped from them. Mm-hmm. Families were not encouraged. And even their diet, you know, um, the research is being done now. It's called epigenetics, mm-hmm. where they are seeing that the, the black people's predisposition to certain diseases, mm-hmm. it's traced as far back as then to the dietary um, oh my habits. Yes, wow. and you know, it was things like the guts mm-hmm. and things and like that. And of course, it's passed from generation to generation. generation. Gene- it becomes exactly. epigenetics. Exactly. It's, you, it's, it's environmental, but it becomes um, subsumed into your genetics. It's personal culture. Yes. 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 But it becomes genetic, so it, oh, it wow. does go, it's passed on. And then you went through that experience. And then, mm-hmm. of course, you have these, um, you know, which was, no one can say it was easy, okay? Slavery. It's mm-hmm. horrible. Of course. Um, it was inhumane and barbaric. Mm-hmm. And then you go through the the, the political um, uh, uprisings that led to Burma Road. And then you had the Black Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then you had 1967, mm-hmm. where for the first time, people of color, governed and made decisions for the majority of the ba- of the people. It's now a public holiday. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at that entire experience, um, and this is the point Mia Motley makes, because and, and she talks about it in, in the context of discrimination. She, yes. she said she does not support discrimination in any form mm-hmm. because you look at the fact that black people were so 
horribly discriminated against mm-hmm. in their humanity. Mm-hmm. So when you when you go through the colonial experience, and you know that's how Britain came in, and our educational system, the way we see ourselves, and then you look at the Queen, who heads the Commonwealth, but yes. at the time you were a colony owned by Britain, and then eventually became independent, but part of this structure. Yes. It tells you that in this journey, I call it the redemption journey. Mm-hmm. You know, Bob Marley. Oh, that's powerful. Song. Yeah, I, Bob Marley. I just understood that song, you know. Yes. He says, all I ever had was redemption songs. Oh, wow. And his songs are about uplifting. Yes. And empowering. Yes. And encouraging. Mm-hmm. The Africans. That's right. And who live, especially us in this region. Mm-hmm. And he said, all I ever had was redemption songs. And even that, he says, get up, stand up. I mean, he, stand it, up it, for it, your rights. Sta- but all of these are redemption songs. Yes. Buffalo Soldier. Yes. A lot of people don't know the history of the Buffalo Soldier. That's why he's referred to as the political. <laughs> he, 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 he was a prophet almost. Yes, yes. You know, but yes. in that regard. But And so I look at it as a redemptive uh, reality. Mm-hmm. And for us, mm-hmm. I think there has to be a break with yes. that because oh that is wow. part of of it. Mm-hmm. It's part of it. Mm-hmm. You break from that. The other part of it is, and not everyone agrees with it. I have colleagues who's getting in stink arguments about it. Mm-hmm. What is that? The, the, the statues of alien exploiters. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You know, I, I, I think that, you know, when you look at the, the, the heroes of our nation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, where are the representations of them? They're mm-hmm. few and far between. Right. But those of the colonizers mm-hmm. or the oppressors, yes. they're larger than life. I mean, mm-hmm. Christopher Columbus is mostly about 20 feet high. Mm-hmm. He, he looms over us as a people. Isn't that amazing? And Queen Victoria mm-hmm. looms over our sovereign parliament. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that if we, if we want to keep it, for history reasons, no problem, but certain places that they should not be positioned. Mm-hmm. Not the place of our head of state. Agreed. And not with our parliament. Agreed. And I think that all of these things send um, psychic messages mm-hmm. to us as a people. Mm-hmm. We should uphold who we celebrate. Yeah. Subconsciously, it's training our psychology yes, as a people. Yes, I think And it's so. impacting the types of decisions that <laughs> we make so. and the way that we see the world, our yes. ideologies, you know, and I believe that that is a perfect segue into talking now even about uh, the orange economy because, of course, you know, the orange economy, it also has to do with the artist, those mm-hmm. persons who, <coughs> um, like a Bob Marley, mm-hmm. of course, we have our own a great artist here mm-hmm. in the Bahamas, the late Ronnie Butler, and I can go on and on. On and on. And uh, what about their support, though? What about what about them being supported uh, financially? What about uh, systems, policies, regulations, uh, support systems um, being put <coughs> in place for not just their survival, but also their thriving? Mm-hmm. Because you just spoke <coughs> to their importance to the building, the further development and adva- advancement of a society. Mm-hmm. For example, the example that you gave with Bob Marley just now, I can hear his words in my head, emancipate yourself from mental slavery and what are your thoughts as it relates to to this and I'm I'm speaking to you as a PLP Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. when I'm asking you this question what is it that that the PLP is going to do for our artists let me say this to you let me tell you what I believe in and I think I'm a real PLP Mm-hmm. <laughs> I the the orange economy that you've segmented in that way mm-hmm. I would express it this way mm-hmm. the human being is physicality mm-hmm. and the spiritual mm-hmm. and then you, and and you have something the soul whatever those intangibles yes this orange economy is about the intangible mm-hmm. that's good it is that's good. absolutely it is who we are yes the it's, soul of it, the it, nation it it, it, it yes. is it is it is what moves us mm. forward it what so it's what brings us out of the ashes. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. what perpetuates us into a bright future. Yes. And, and I'm not speaking in cliches. I'm mm-hmm. very serious about this. Mm-hmm. And the, the sad thing about our country is yes. that we have not seemed to have had an understanding mm-hmm. 
of the incredible importance of those who participate in that aspect of who we are as humans. Mm -hmm. And as a result of it, you, you I mean, it's I, telling. This, this ain't scientific, but I can tell you, uh -huh. you know, it, it is a huge deficiency yes. in our development as humans and yes. as a people, mm -hmm. as a people culturally. Mm -hmm. And the, the lack of support, the lack of even understanding the meaning of it, yes. the non-celebration of it and mm -hmm. uplifting and mm -hmm. perpetuation mm -hmm. and preservation of yes. it speaks volumes it about speaks us. volumes and do you know that there is scientific data to back up mm. what you just mm. said and it's amazing how you refer to the term intangibles mm -hmm. and it is so very true uh, because when you s can have <coughs> within a bohemian society a seven-year-old boy just out playing being his young self and then all of a sudden his life is ended a bullet into his body his mother never would have imagined. His father never would have imagined. Definitely he would have never imagined. Now we have a mother and a father burying a seven-year-old child. And that is when you have sick souls mm -hmm. walking about a society. You're talking it. And therein lies the importance mm -hmm. of the orange economy mm -hmm. and what it is that they bring. <coughs> you see, because we tend to just look at cents and dollars, mm -hmm. literally. Mm -hmm. And we tend to look at, you know, the 1.2 or 1.3 billion dollar fall off as a result mm -hmm. of COVID, as a result of Dorian, etc., etc. And these are all important things. But we also need to look at the mental health, the mental mm -hmm. psychology of a nation. Mm -hmm. You know, from time immemorial, you know, from one administration from the FNM to the PLP, from the PLP to the <coughs> FNM, there's always been this constant cry of the artist, of the orange economy. Mm -hmm. And that's why I wanted to ask you what was going to, what's forthcoming now from the PLP as it relates to but them? I, I know I'm a, from my point of view, and what I, I thought about this. That's going to I, happen I, for them. I feel very strongly about it. And I, I looked at what Cuba does. Okay. And Cuba, um, you know, Cuba is very culturally rich. So is Jamaica. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, and Jamaica has also done a lot of things to preserve and to develop their cultural identity. Mm -hmm. We have not. Mm -hmm. We we don't have a performing uh, a center for the performing arts. We have the old Sherry Street Theater mm -hmm. being sitting there abandoned from that time. Right. The National School of Dance is a I guess a marginal thing that someone is trying to keep alive, but it's not truly a national school of dance. Mm -hmm. And on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And um and Junkanoo has been seen in a one dimensional way, mm -hmm. and other forms, the rake and scrape and all of that has not really been enshrined, taught. Mm -hmm. um, perpetuated in the way in which it, it should. And I think that, it, it, you know, there, there, there are many ways, but I think one of the ways is that we need to teach these, teach our rhythms mm -hmm. to our children in music classes. I don't know if they do, if they're doing it. I've not heard that they're doing that. Mm -hmm. Teach our rhythms mm -hmm. in, in music class that we are able to um, identify art forms yes. and to, uh, to, to pass them on to yes. uh, in, in an educational way. Our own art forms yes. that presently but exist. I mean, purposefully through mm -hmm. education. Yes. And then you, uh, which, which, is, which is one thing, that's, that's knowledge. Mm -hmm. But also you have people who are more specialized. Mm -hmm. There has to be a further uh, development of people who are more specialized in, in, in the arts. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then you have to find a way yes. to integrate um, these expressions mm -hmm. into every single aspect of our lives. In the hotels, in the airport, in, in, on spaces, vacant mm -hmm. spaces, and, and also um, providing performances that, yes. that people want to come to. Just have a mass, sustained celebration. Yes. You know, because 
of who we are, and that is so very important that uh, we are constantly reminded of who we are as a people, and that's part and parcel of their function, you know, within the development and the uh, motivation uh, of us as a people. And you're reminding me so much right now of a conversation I had almost a year ago when I first started Influencers with the great Fred Ferguson. Mm -hmm. He was saying a lot, <coughs> a lot of what it is that you are saying right now. And he was like, uh, you know, Lady Shame, I'm just tired of hearing it. It's just, you know, it's the same thing from one government to the next. Who is really, really going to, to, to make the change? And we are now, you know, we're dealing with millennials and uh, uh, dealing with the Z generation, you know, uh, they are now, they have a voice mm -hmm. and they speak very powerfully through the means of uh, social media mm -hmm. and using the latest contemporary technologies and we're going to have to speak to their needs. We're going to have to speak to what it is that they're demanding as the, the new Bahamian, mm -hmm. the enlightened Bahamian, the informed Bahamian, you know, and so we can no longer do politics um, as of yes, like we did in yesteryear. We need to speak that the, to the Bahamas <coughs> that we are today and the, the Bahamas that we are becoming coming mm -hmm. you know in in this in this era and uh, uh with that said let's talk a bit about uh crime and the reason why i want to talk a bit about uh crime <coughs> right now is because of the a relationship i just drew a, a couple minutes ago and that is i believe that we're seeing the kind of crime that we're seeing now in bahamian society as a result of a lot of sick souls being out there as a result of financial hardship as a result of you know fathers missing from the home and uh i believe that there is a turning <coughs> around of this and I believe that there's been some positive impact from COVID-19 as it relates to family uh, togetherness and support and persons having to be locked down for such a long time of course you know it has the positive and a negative side but I've been he hearing lots of positive <coughs> but mm -hmm. as it relates to crime now crime has been a serious issue for administration to administration from time immemorial and now we're still having the same types of circumstances as it relates to crime and so what kinds of changes, <coughs> specific, detailed mm. changes? Let's just say that the PLP is brought in for 2022. <coughs> what are you all going to do as a government to bring crime into subjection? Let me just say this, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I posted about this on my Facebook page. Mm -hmm. I think that the, the violence in this country mm -hmm. is so alarming and so distressing mm -hmm. and so disappointing. And it's so widespread in mm -hmm. so many different fashions. Mm -hmm. And then there's the homicides, which is the ultimate form of violence. But, you know, you see the videos. There's every little minute neighbors this and the next thing. It's on right. the streets. It's so um, sad. I saw two jitney drivers. I mean, I, so sad. you know, it, it's like a, a, a state of rage and, and anger mm -hmm. and whatever it is. But it is, it is symptomatic of a sick nation. And I don't care, you know, I don't care if anyone tells me. I am not accepting that any level is acceptable to mm -hmm. say that, well, you know, we only have this. I, I don't. Because when you see um, when you see the number of, of, of killings we've had, you said that after COVID that, um, what, you know, people were locked down, the numbers went down, but uh, you still had plenty of killings mm -hmm. that people did in the day. Mm -hmm. And now, like you say, relaxing, you see an escalation. and It's horrible. Yes. This, this is a signal to us as a people that something is wrong. wrong. Very wrong. And it's not just you need more police, mm -hmm. you need more guns, you need more body cams. I mean, I support all, all, all body cams. Mm -hmm. You need more. Um, you need more police cars. Mm -hmm. You need more patrols. All those things are fine. Mm -hmm. But you you can only keep a lid on a simmering pot for so long. Mm -hmm. There's a simmering in this country. 
Yes. And the question is, what is it? Now, you, you, you said a lot of hurt souls, and, and you've, you've alluded to um, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. I think one of, the issue, one of the main issues is people are living in circumstances and conditions where life is a dead end. Mm-hmm. A dead end. Of and you course, know, when I grew misery up... Misery index is very high. Yeah, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. I knew I was going to have opportunity. I knew I was going to go off to school. I knew all of that. So I always mm-hmm. had a... a a, fo- a propulsion forward. Yes. You had hope. You had hope. Yeah. But when you ain't got no job. Exactly. And when you can't pay your rent and the landlord has exactly. you. Exactly. Yes, ma'am. When, when you are struggling with the basics, when your whole school experience has not really, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it, the state of that person is is not the fullness of what one would expect. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and then you look on top of that, you look at the contradictions in our society. Mm-hmm. You look at the fact that we have one set of rules for one group. Of course. Mostly, and though that group usually are those with the wealth, mm-hmm. small mm-hmm. Minor- minority group, yes. and some connected p- political individuals. Mm-hmm. More well aware. And then yes. you have, you know, you have people um, at the bottom, mm-hmm. and they will tell you that, that a lot of them, you know, and, and I think, you know, the police almost adopt this attitude that that is where the problem is in this mm-hmm. country, and that is where they should concentrate and some say harass. Mm-hmm. But we lack equity in this country. Mm-hmm. We lack progressive policies. That is so very true. We, we have not been able to to meet, uh, to deal with the issue of poverty in mm-hmm. our country. And mm-hmm. it's gotten worse yes. in COVID-19. Yes. And the level of suffering is unimaginable. It is miserable, the word you use. Mm-hmm. And it, people, are, people are living in drudgery. I can't find the word. Yes. It's terrible. And so, however, though, and this is the intangible, they still get up every morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and hoping that something something could happen. I call it the indomitable yeah. spirit of the Bahamian. Yeah. Because we really are a people of hope. <coughs> we are a people yes. of faith. Yes. And uh, just even culturally speaking, mm-hmm. you know, generally speaking, we believe in God. Mm-hmm. And we may pray in different ways. We may worship him in different ways. But generally speaking, by and large, speaking by and large, we believe that there is a God. Yes. And he gives us hope and, and mm-hmm. faith every mm-hmm. day. Uh, to make it to another day. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that's a big part of what's been keeping us as a people. You, you're right. And the other thing I want to talk about is corruption. Mm-hmm. That's a big, that is yeah. a, another, I think, a contributing factor. To it's a major contributing the, factor. What's happening in this country. And I, I'll point to this. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't manufacture guns, mm-hmm. but guns are coming. And we have, we, listen, I saw some videos. I can't believe we have guns like that in this country. For wow. what? For wow. what? Mm-hmm. These are guns you see. Mm-hmm. Used in wartime in, mm-hmm. in other people's countries. Obviously, somebody is benefiting from that. Yes, industry. someone's benefiting, and why can't we get to the root cause of it? Uh-huh. Um, there's so many, you know, and I don't know all the, the root causes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, you gave some reasons. I gave some reasons. But mm-hmm. uh, the point I'm making is, yes, you have to get to the root causes mm-hmm. and eradicate these yes. impulses that are are so atrocious. Yes, as as exemplified in that seven year old. Shot in his neck. Yeah. A seven-year-old child. My goodness. You know, if that doesn't tell you. A short time away from his eighth birthday. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't tell you. Very sad. Very sad. That something is wrong. Very wrong. Fundamentally and terribly wrong with our country. That is so very true. And I say that, Shima, and I don't want no one Mm to think I'm a negative. Mm -hmm. Because I have hope for my country. Yes. And I know better could come. Mm -hmm. I am just... I'm frustrated that mm-hmm. this is what we are dealing with. We are tinkering mm-hmm. with this substandard s- situation. Yes, you know, and and let's let's end this first part of a two-part series on that element of hope. Mm-hmm. 
things are really bad <laughs> in the Bahamas. Yeah. You know, on many fronts, however, we have this hope that things can and will get better in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. They must. As we say. Mm-hmm. And they must. I've had a very candid and awesome conversation with the Member of Parliament for Englishton, Glennis Hannah Martin, the friar brand that she is. And uh, we're going to end part one and uh, we'll come back next week with uh, part two. Please do join us then. I am yours truly, your host, Lady Shima, here on Influencers. Until next time, blessings. Influencers was brought to you by Seven Seas, Building Health Naturally. Pediashore, grow for it. Soya Studios, the legacy continues. ACG Wholesale, quality service and great prices. And Global Transformation Media, transforming you from the inside out.